Welcome to Read It or List It. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Ashley. And in today's episode, we are so excited to welcome Rachel Baldwin, who we've mentioned a couple times before as someone who has provided a lot of our favorite indie romance recommendations. And you may know Rachel better as Fit teacher Rachel on Instagram or TikTok. And like Phoebe said, she is one of our go-to accounts for all things romance and particularly Kindle Unlimited romances. Rachel is a mother of two, a former teacher, and an avid reader who advocates for reading as self-care no matter how messy your kitchen is or how much laundry needs to be put away. (laughs) Here is our conversation with Rachel. Welcome to Read It or List It, Rachel. We are so happy to have you. Um, As we said in our intro, Rachel is one of our favorite follows, not only for books and raunchy romance, but for so many other reasons. So Rachel, we're so happy to have you. We'd love if you could begin by introducing yourself to our listeners. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. So I'm Rachel, obviously, and I live in Michigan. I've got two little kids, a four-year-old and almost two-year-old. That's crazy. And we are building a house, which is all sorts of fun and frustrating at the same time, but most, but mostly exciting. I've all, I have always been a reader in like some capacity since I was a little kid. I used to like race through my tests so that I could have independent reading time. I remember every March, my school did March's reading month and we would do all these little reading games. And I like lived for March's reading month and my uh, birthday is in March. I felt like it was a present to myself. (laughs) And um, so I always loved reading growing up. Even through college, I was reading for fun all the time. I actually just saw a TikTok video of someone like saying books that are being adapted to movies or shows or something. And I was like, wait, I think I've read that. And I looked one up and I was like, I for sure read that in college. I remember like reading it while I used to walk on the treadmill at the gym and absolutely was not taking my health seriously. I was like binge drinking on the weekend anyways, but you know, (laughs) I was well, I was well-rounded. I was reading. And then when I came into adulthood and started my career, and then I had my son, I totally let reading go. And I started reading self-help books because I felt like that's what I should be reading, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of popular then um, to be doing that. And I hated them all. I mean, I'm sure I picked up some good tidbits along the way, but it overall kind of make me feel like shit about myself. I was like, you know, I do not have this together. Like I hate getting up early. I'm and what's wrong with me that I still don't like it. I'm doing all these things, whatever. So then when I was pregnant with my daughter, I picked up reading again, like for pleasure. And then I kind of stopped again. And then one day I'll like never forget. Well, I don't remember the day, so I forget a little bit, but I picked up in, it was January of 2020 and I downloaded the stopover, just like on a whim, I liked the cover. It was on Kindle Unlimited, which I had, and I downloaded it and binged it. And mm-hmm. to be honest, like I haven't looked back since I'm so much happier. My anxiety has mm-hmm. decreased. That was a really long intro about myself, but that's kind of <laughs> like my, that's like my reading journey. I feel like it's a really big part of my life now. So there we go. There's yeah. that. Definitely. That's such a good way to begin this too, because I think we can all relate, especially in 2020. I feel like so many more people were picking up 
books in this past year. Phoebe and I have been running book accounts for a while now. And I think like the very first romance book I picked up, I was like the very similar, oh, I should be reading classics, Mm -hmm. like English literature in college. And so like I had to be reading old white guys. And then a Christina Lauren book was like the first romance I picked up. And then I just haven't looked back since. If you listen to our first series on this podcast was a romance series and Phoebe and I were both (laughs) like, we're new to the genre. Like we don't know what we're doing. And now like, it's pretty much all we read. Yeah. I'm reading this new reverse hair. I'm like, never, never did I imagine (laughs) this is where I would be in my life. I know it's my favorite. Like Nick, my husband will always be like, what'd you learn in your book tonight? (laughs) I'm like, well, did you know you can do X, Y, and Z? (laughs) Same, same. So funny. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so romance is such a, it's a genre that gets a lot of flack, especially on the internet. And I mean, I've said time and time again that it's, you know, because of the patriarchy and it's because it's something for women and like, well, there's something about, um, especially I found with the Kindle Unlimited romances and indie published romances that if it gets me to put my phone down and just fall into someone else's world, um, it is like the healthiest thing for my mental health. Um, So speaking of (laughs) those Kindle Unlimited romances and reverse harems, um, I believe Ashley didn't Rachel recommend Madison Kate and that's how you found it. Oh, yeah. That was like, I can't even remember like when I first followed you, Rachel, but it was a while ago. I read Madison Kate in like December, I think. Um, and it was literally so good. Talk about like things you learned. Like, you know what I'm talking about, that epilogue or the last <laughs> chapter. I was like on Reddit afterwards. I was like, is this real? Can this really <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I think I followed you somewhere around then, um, read Madison Kate, but I literally, I think I, I was like, I sent your profile probably to everybody I knew that wrote, read romance. I was like, read all of these books. Oh and my I God. think I've made my way through, like, I've made my way through quite a bit of like your best books, like mm-hmm. the mile, miles high club, like obviously Madison Kate, Den of Vipers. <laughs> I haven't gotten through Den of Vipers Saint yet. Hood. <laughs> yeah. Sainthood is the next one that I definitely I want to read. One. It's so, so good. Something that we get questions about a lot ever since we started talking about Kindle Unlimited and um, just other indie published romance novels. How do you find new ones? Like, do you, is it something that like, does Amazon like recommend them to you? Like, or do you do like, you have a certain like favorite authors or anything like that? I definitely have favorite authors now. So that definitely helps. Like if any, like if TL Swan or Rena Kent um, release anything, I'm going to read that. But that at the beginning, especially it was really hard to find good books. I was pretty much relying on um, like random recommendations in my DMs. And then I was finding like, I needed to hone in my favorite tropes and I don't even know what that word meant like and it's styles and like spicy books is so broad and Kindle mm-hmm. Unlimited can be a black hole so I feel like I have read many many like okay books um and now it's so easy for me to find Rex like if I 
And Amazon search engine has gotten way better too. Mm -hmm. So that if you find like, if you just type in like a couple of your favorite series, it will start to kind of figure out your interests and it will recommend to you. It's easier on a computer and like recommend to you, like you'll probably like this series. And I'll, I'm not gonna lie, like I'm a sucker for a good cover, whether, you know, and that could be mean a variety of different things. But if I like the cover, I'm like, okay, well, I'll probably just put it on my list. And because like the excerpt, excerpts, whatever, however you say that word, they don't, they don't like connect to my brain. Like it, they don't make sense. Like, what is it about? Like, yeah, I feel like they don't even do it justice. Like when I, like I love to read the synopsis or an excerpt from a book after I've read it. And I'm like, yeah, you didn't, you like totally undersold this. (laughs) Yeah. And like, really, I just want to know, like, the trope and like, where, where's the story going? I don't, I don't need like a vague conversation that they have. Like, I don't know. Like, I, like, I feel like they're all like, um, 15 years ago, I yeah. met this person <laughs> and now they've come back into my life. Should yes. I stay away? Or like, <laughs> they're all hundred percent. Yes. I'm like, I have no idea. So really I go in like kind of blind and I do like now, like I'm lucky that I like dark and bully because Mm -hmm. most of those are in the like title now like it will say like uh a a one that comes to mind like the golden boys a bully a high school bully series great okay that is all I need to that's all I need to know add to list and then I feel like book talk has gotten so big Mm -hmm. and so it's so easy to find recs on there and I still get like plenty of recs like just sent to me directly um, but then to like, just seeing other authors like promo their stuff. And again, a good cover will get me, but now that I've honed it in, like, I'm like, okay, this looks good. I know I like mafia. I know I like dark. I know I like bully. Okay. If we're t- ticking one of those boxes, I can probably just put it on my list. And then I love how on book talk, they've been like putting excerpts from the spicy scenes because then I can read that and I can see like, oh, that's not the way I like mine written or like. <laughs> Cause I'm yes. very specific now. For sure. I'm like, mm, this, like, I don't, I don't need this flowery language in there. Like yeah. I just want my tutorial and I'm just kidding. My tutorial. <laughs> <laughs> and then move on. Yes, exactly. I know exactly what you're saying. I agree. So I didn't know that on Kindle Unlimited, um, like I said, I, th- I just got my Kindle for the, in February I think they were on sale and I was like I used to read on my iPad and now I'm like this is so heavy like how did I how did I do such a game Kindle a Kindle is such a game changer yeah a hundred percent um but I just reached the point where I had to start returning some of them and I was like oh no (laughs) it hurts it that that question it hurts and like I have a series that I read recently, Rena Ken's Deception Trilogy, that I absolutely loved. I own them in paperbacks now, and I still can't return them on my on my Kindle Unlimited. And I just can't bring myself to do it. And I share my Kindle Unlimited with my husband and my parents, so I can't take up all 10 slots. So I'm like, <laughs> so I'll just like return other books. That, but it's a hard question. It's like, a, it's a big deal. Yeah. For some back. reason, I'm like, I need to have all of my favorite books portable. Mm-hmm. Um, like I have e-copies of some of my favorite books. So just that I'm like, well, you know, whenever, whenever I need it, <laughs> I need it. Um, 
but yeah, so the, the Madison Kate series is one of our favorites. And I feel like it's one that is sort of like sweeping the internet right now. Um, Mm -hmm. lots of people are picking it up. Um, and it's just straight up fun. Like I remember when Ashley first described it to me, I was like, Mm, this might be a little too dark for me and now I'm like make it darker like <laughs> it's yeah. a good intro to reverse harem it's a good intro to dark romance like I think agree it's another big like you know source of commentary in the romance genre and specifically the, the dark romance genre is this idea of in any way the reader would be condoning some of the mm-hmm. darker subject matters mm-hmm. in the book and I think We've said time and time again, nobody says that when you're reading a thriller. No one says that when you're watching, Amen. when you're consuming that media on television. On TV. But somehow, nobody. Yeah, nobody. Like, I- I'm sorry. I mean, this is like totally different. But like, if you're going to watch Game of Thrones, like everything that happens in like Game of Thrones and be okay with enjoying that for media, but like be scared to pick up like a dark romance or like judge people for picking up dark romances. Like, absolutely. doesn't track. <laughs> Madison Kate is a good intro to like be like, hey, here's some dark-ish content. And if you like that, here are some more other books after that that like you should be able to read and enjoy and you're not like condoning that stuff. It's like a good stepping stone. I absolutely agree. I think that the content that's in there, besides obviously the explicit sex scenes, um, it would be like a CW drama in a way, like that would definitely, I think, translate to film really well. We are a house divided because Ashley is team steel. We know Rachel is very vehemently team Archer. Um, I'm somewhere in the middle because I love Archer immediately when Ashley is like, who's your favorite boy? I was like, Archer. And she was like, oh, well, he's not mine, but you have to wait well, to find okay. out. Hold on. That's not fair. Archer <laughs> is, I didn't start off like liking Steel. I didn't think I would, I didn't think like he was going to be my guy, especially since like, I don't know, visually like Archer is very much more my type. When we talk about Den of Vipers, like Ryder, hard, like oh. Ryder is it. Ryder is everything that is my type all put into one clean suit package (laughs) (laughs) and I didn't think steel would be my type but um it was somewhere around book three when a particular thing was introduced about steel yes dots have been connected if if you've read it everybody knows what what part that is in the pool (laughs) right so but archer by the end like archer was like tied like Archer and Steel were like tied and I like every chapter I'd be like, it'd go back and forth. <laughs> okay. Well, my point in bringing this up was if we had a TV show of, you know, an HBO style TV show, no, um, nothing held back. Do you have a dream casting for these gentlemen? Oh. No, I am so terrible at this. So I love when people send me like aesthetic videos or something. Mm. However, people seem to miss when they do Archer, there's a certain picture that ends up in every Archer video. And I just feel like I need to just air my, like my, my beef here is that they never show Archer. Archer has facial hair. Archer has like a small beard and that's never, they're always showing him clean shaven. No, he's not, he's not clean shaven. And, um, so anyways, that would be like my only stipulation when he's casted, he needs to have facial hair. 
Yeah. I do think that her cover model for Archer is like spot on. People say that they pictured him bigger, but he's a fighter. So he would be tall and lean. And the I now follow the cover model on Instagram. Let me find his tag. Yeah, like, oh, wait, who's the cover I'm, model? I'm, it's hit or miss with what he's posting on Instagram. <laughs> but it's it's Johnny James, but no H. J-O-N-N-Y James. That oh, sounds okay. like a cover model. But there's a guy on TikTok and he like cuts trees down and shit sometimes. And oh, I know got, exactly what you're talking, what I'm talking about. <laughs> and sometimes he does videos where he'll like shave. No, thank you. Please keep the facial hair. But he, and he's tatted up. Um, I think he could play Archer. I don't know that he is an actor by any means. There's definitely like cringe oh, videos. We, but... we found many a TikTok gentleman who uh, could could jump into some of our favorite fictional characters. I love that. They're love definitely that. not not actors, but that's fine. <laughs> like you look, you visually, you've matched exactly what yes. we need. I don't care if you can't speak, like it doesn't matter. That's yeah. all, we don't need you to speak. <laughs> we Just don't stand there you. and look pretty. <laughs> All right. So changing gears a little bit, <laughs> but you obviously mentioned your kids at the, the beginning of the episode. So you're a full-time mom um, and still read a ton. So what, like, how do you incorporate reading into your everyday life? And it's a question that Ashley and I get all the time and we're both childless right now, um, but both have like jobs and other things. Be like, how do you read so much? Why do you read so much? And like, we do simply say, well, we prioritize it. Obviously, we don't have kids at home either. So how do you find time to read? What is it? What does it do for you? Well, one, I feel like in y'all's defense, like we all just fill the time that we have. I don't feel, I mean, I'm definitely busier now that I have kids, but I was not, I mean, I do think back. I'm like, what did I do before I had kids? Cause they take up so much of my time, but we all fill the time that we have anyways. So I read every night before I go to bed. Um, sometimes that's an hour and sometimes I can get two. I'm also fortunate that like my full-time job is content creation. So I am, I'm home with my kids. So I get a lot of like the housework and stuff done during the day or, or I skip it, but no matter what, at the end of the night, I go upstairs and read. Um, sometimes my son will like watch a show before he goes to bed with me and, um, I'll, I read mm-hmm. and I pretty much don't read during the day because I like to really escape into the book. And if my kids are around, they're like distracting me. So, or like I have one ear ready to hear like whatever they're fighting about or demand of the moment is. So I don't like to read during the day, but at night, um, and I started doing this because my husband commutes pretty far for work and he has uh, like sleep apnea and whatever. He falls asleep on the couch like every night. So instead of like me working my schedule around what he wanted to do and then being disappointed when he would fall asleep and taking it personally, I was like, forget this. Then I would just go upstairs and read. And I found that taking that time off of my phone, not watching TV and totally escaping and getting just immersed in this, these worlds, like I was sleeping better. I was happier. I was like, it was motivating to me to get through the day, not in a way like I was wishing away the day, but like on a hard day, I knew that I would get to end my day that way. Or like on a great day, I get to end my day that way. Like still, no matter what, it was just such a great constant for me. And now like, even my son will say things like mommy reads before bed every night. Like, I Mm -hmm. love that he can see that. Um, 
and sometimes my husband will say like, oh, well, like you just want to go read. And like, I do, um, not that I'm ignoring him at all times, but like, well, I have to do that for me. And it's a, it's a time where no one's calling mommy. I don't have to pay very close attention to enjoy the story. You know, like, yeah, it's very mm-hmm. easy to be, to, to leave. And it, it's, yeah. that's, it sounds like then I'm saying like the plots are shallow and they're not, they're just no. easy to enjoy, I guess. Whereas right. like, even if we watch a show, like my husband and I, like, I feel like I have to like pay attention yeah. or I'm gonna miss stuff. Um, and it's just different. It's just the best escape and decompressing time. And I, I wish I could like pinpoint why exactly, but I'm just so much happier and calmer. And it's it, it definitely part of it is sleeping better because I read before I go to sleep. Um, but just that escape is priceless. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I think that's something that we can definitely agree on. And we always will uh, never have to explain that romance is so, it, it's not even that it's complex. I think it's just, it's so relatable. Like, yeah. um, even though obviously like, we're not all living a reverse harem lifestyle though, if you are all power to you. Um, <laughs> um, but it's, uh, it, it's just enough of like, taking yourself out of reality, I think. And I agree. It's not about wishing the day away. I think it's just like, I would rather, I'm like, oh no, I, I'm not going to put off emptying the dishwasher now because I want to have that, like that extra 20 minutes tonight. And I think too, it allows me like during the day, knowing that I get that at the end of the day, it allows me to be like more present. I think that something else that helps, I've been able to pinpoint as why I like reading so much and especially romance is there are so many variables that we cannot control in our everyday life. Like nothing ever goes according to plan, but when you pick up a romance novel, you know, there's going to be a happy ever after at the end. Like, you know, that we're going to go from this point to this point and it may be bumpy to get there, but you like, at the end of the day, you have that certainty of how it's going to end. And so I feel like for me, when everything else is uncertain, if I know at least like the book that I'm reading at night is like going to bring me that joy, like at least things are set in stone in this world. Like it like helps me relax so much. I love that. You are a hundred percent right. Because yeah, even when they're like hit turmoil and stuff, you know, this will work out. And that gives me peace. Yes, absolutely. We haven't started the Hades series yet because we're waiting for it to be done because yeah, I refuse her cliffhangers. I can understand. And they're, well, I've only read, well, I haven't finished three yet. I have a early copy of three, but, um, she said she was going to make the cliffhanger the worst in three, which is very mean because two was awful. And, um, I would say the cliffhanger in two was worse than all of them in Madison Kate. Okay, good. So waiting okay. is the right, solid right, right. choice. So I can so, understand and like, waiting. And the, yes. Oh I was thinking like, what was it? Sainthood also had like a pretty big cliffhanger at one point. And I was like, I remember I was 90% the way through the book and things were just going way too peachy. And I was actually on Zoom with <laughs> with my husband and his and his family and like, I was like, I had my book like steadily, like I was kind of reading. And then at one point I got to like the end and I was like, and and he just, he just looked at me. He's like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm not. We were just like on a zoom call. And I was like, I need to like get the next book, like right now, like as we were like 
So I just can't handle that. I have to only read completed series. But I try not to read in- incomplete series too. One, I think one, I just read so many in between that I feel like I'm doing myself and the books dirty by not like fully immersing myself in the world. Mm-hmm. And I take cliffhangers really hard mm-hmm. if I'm in love with the, with the, um, characters. And if I'm not in love with the characters, I don't know that I would go back to it. I don't know that yeah. I would. You That's know? a yeah. very good point. Yeah. I, I mean, I love, I mean, I'm, um, someone who loves, uh, I just kind of want more. Like if I love something, I'm like, I don't care. Like when people are like, don't do any more reboots. I'm like, "Mm, I'll watch it. Like (laughs) if I love the characters, I want more. Um, And so that's something that I love about these romance series is that you get to like spend so much time with this couple or group of people, couples, whoever, um, who you just like fall in love with. And I think that's something that we don't really get in traditionally published romance novels. Um, I do love traditionally pro, uh, traditionally published romance novels, but there's just something like really special about uh, getting to spend four or five books with these characters. Yeah, uh, I feel like there's sure. so much more autonomy. Like they, the mm-hmm. author really like, they don't want to give up with the, give up on the characters. Like they won't, they'll keep writing books. You like the character series but not necessarily like usually fall in love with the first couple right like if it's like a like I'm thinking like beautiful bastards for example like you like the first book and then it's like the second ones like aren't as like you're not like as invested in the couple I like how in a character series if I fall in love with the first couple I get like little check-ins with the next book Mm -hmm. and the next book I don't like that I that's what makes me resent character series is because I miss and those little check-ins I'm like well we could still be I just want to know how was your breakfast how was work today (laughs) like so a lot of times I won't continue on in a character series unless like one of my girlfriends or something is like it's really good so that's that's why I did it and not to say I don't enjoy them and like with Royal Elite I loved Cole's book at the end. And that would have been very sad if I wouldn't have read Cole's book. I love that book, but I didn't love Xander and Ronan's books. Mm-hmm. And in the beautiful series, I could have done without all of them. I really only liked Chloe and Bennett. So when they'd like check in, I was like, who cares about you new people? I only care about Chloe and Bennett. But anyways, that's like, that's, I don't like that about myself. I wish I liked character series more because that's almost, if anyone writes a standalone, it's usually in a character series now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's actually, I have a good follow-up question to that. Do you like extended epilogues? Like, do you like the like super happy ever after? Like we're married with five kids and we live together. Like, do you like those? Or would you prefer it to just end regular? Like they're together, boom. I can make up the rest of the story in my head. Um, both. It just depends on how it's done, I guess. And I used to live for extended epilogues. Like I want a whole no, I used to like, if there was a novella, like I'm in, like I lived for the novella. It kind of reminded me of like in reality TV, like the reunion, I would watch shows like just for the reunion. And, but now sometimes I'm like, it just depends because sometimes it's overdone. So I like it, but I want there to be a story in it. Like in sainthood, there's an extended epilogue, but there's a story within it, but it's, it's perfect. It's perfectly done. Um, and I don't want to give any spoilers on 
other books, there are some where I was like, it's too drawn out. It was too perfect. Nothing's quite that perfect. Um, and, and then I know like Tate James got a lot of flack in Madison Kate for not doing an extended epilogue. Well, she said she is going to do one uh, in a couple (gasps) months probably. Um, but that she didn't give Madison Kate a baby at the end. And she was like, that's not everybody's happily ever after. And there's also like 20. Yes. (laughs) Not that there's anything wrong with that, but she like, (laughs) correct. She's like, Madison Kate is young and, um, she was not ready for that. And so we'll see what happens, you know, when she writes an epilogue book for them, but, but, um, I loved how theirs ended and I thought they were wrapped up perfectly and they just got to continue living their lives. So I don't have a clear answer. And that is unhelpful for authors. Like when they're like (laughs) deciding uh, another one, like the miles brothers, I hope she does. And like a novella for all four, I don't feel like Jay and Emily's story or Tristan and Claire's like, we got all the answers that we were, that we need from them. But, but other times and like, is it too perfect? Is it too drawn out? Very picky, very picky. Yeah. All right. So besides all of your followers and the people on the internet who obviously take your recommendations, has anyone in your real life ever taken you up on these recommendations or found the same sort of joy that you have? So actually, yes. And I, I tell this story from time to time, but, um, one of my very best friends that we met in college we were friends for years. And one day we were both student teaching and in different cities. And she texted me like, Hey, I'm, you know, going on spring break. I need some, some books. And I was like, I don't know if I can do that. She's like, well, you read all the time. And I was like, yeah, but, and I was just starting like reading more raunchy romance. Like I think I had read like crossfire, definitely 50 shades and I, at the time, I will never forget, I was reading Beautiful Disaster, which now I've reread it. It is not very spicy, but I was like mortified to like tell her, you know, yeah. so I was like, okay, but Ashley, I like to read raunchy romance novels. And she was like, but like same. And I was like, shut the front door, like for <laughs> real. And she was like, yeah, like tell me what you're reading. So now she's still to this day, like is always taking my recs. And then we have a friend group of four. And then one of them does not read any of this. And the third, um, she, after she had her daughter, she was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, she bought a Kindle and she was like, I'm going to download the stopover or whatever. And like, she's never looked back since. And when I was reading Madison Mm -hmm. Kate, I knew that my girlfriend, Ashley, uh, the other one hadn't really picked up books yet. Uh, But Ashley, I was like, I was like dying. I was like, I need you to read this series. And like my social media had not picked up to what it was like for book interest at that point. It was Mm -hmm. in August that I had uh, read Madison Kate, the first three. And it was incomplete. And I was like, I really need you to pick up this series. And she was like, I am, I cannot read right now because I'm taking a college course and I, I, I won't do the college work. I will just read. And I was like, yeah, but I'm like dying. <laughs> she was like, I'll pick I it can't up. Suffer alone. Yeah. She was like, I'll pick it up in November. I was like, yeah, but I'm dying now. So I, can, <laughs> I, I don't know if I can wait that long, but anyway, so yes. Um, and then, but like, if any of my family does, I do have a lot of family that follows me on social media. They do not 
tell me that we do not, we don't need to discuss it. Like at family <laughs> events, that's totally fine. Um, my husband likes to try to embarrass me, especially in front of his family because I'm a shit liar. So he'll just like randomly ask me what I'm reading and hope oh. that it's like a stupid title. And he did that last year when we were on a family trip with his family. And um, he was like, what are you, you know, what are you reading right now, Rachel? And I was like, boys, I should have just said boys of Brayshaw. It doesn't sound any better. And I said, boys of Brayshaw, hi. And everyone started laughing at me. And I was like, all of you can fuck off. It's like, whatever. But <laughs> But not exactly. like my fam. My family is well aware what I read because they share a Kindle account with me. And mm-hmm. if they'd like to make fun of me, then they can pay for their own account. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah. So if anyone were to bring it up, like at a family wedding, I probably would pass away though. When Ashley and I both started reading more of the the raunchy romances, we were like how do we go about saying this publicly? But then I, when I started talking about it on social media, so many more people were like, oh yeah. And it like goes back to that stigma that is around raunchy romance. And I still don't know why, maybe just because the perception is that it's just raunch and there's Mm -hmm. no, I mean, there are some like that and that's fine too, but that there's no plot and that's not typically the case so yeah it's a bad rap definitely and I mean we are the the biggest defenders of it um and it's just like I said so many people have come out being like yeah this it's just fun I think that's why 50 shades of gray like and I know that has like got its own issues but like 50 shades was so popular because people were like it, it's brain candy and you yes. know, sometimes that's what we need and there's literally nothing wrong with it. So I'm hopeful that more people uh, are brave enough to try it because you never know what you're going to find. Um, right. Some of my favorite heroines I've found through these romance novels who I'm just yeah. like, you are so cool and relatable and you make me feel better about myself. And it makes For me want to sure. like, I'm I'm the type of reader that like definitely will adopt the personality of the main character. If I like, I will finish a book and I'm like, I can be Madison Kate. Like I could do that. Like I could be Harlow. Like I can do it. I hope too, like that more people are just open to, like you said, to trying it, Phoebe, mm-hmm. like, you know, because I get at least five DMs a day, finally try. And I always just tell people to try the stopover because it's not a slow burn. You kind of figure out why it's raunchy. It's a good story, whatever. Um, It's a quick read. So that's why it's always my go-to rec. But like, I get so many DMs, like, I'm so surprised. I loved it. And I'm like, you know, good for you. And it's okay if people don't like it. Yeah. But what if, you know, what if you do? And so like, I saw somebody on um Instagram posts like asking for book recs and she said like I don't want something and I don't want any 50 shades type shit and I was like offended I was like how do you know that though you know like yeah you just yeah and I was like it hurt my feelings a little bit. <laughs> like I was like not really affected by it at all but but like if you're not even open to it that's why it's so stigmatized yes and why right. people who do enjoy it feel bad about it because people are saying stuff like that and throwing shade. And, and then even if they say like no shade to those who read it, but if you're saying it like that, there's shade being thrown. And that's why people feel guilty and like, they can't say that they enjoy that. 
I know that that yeah. that made me feel like that. And I knew her. Yeah. We, I mean, we've had plenty of conversations about that privately as well, where we're like, you know, the phrase, like, don't knock it till you try it. But actually, because I didn't try it for a really long time. And now I'm like, when I have a really hard day, I'm like, all I want to read is a romance novel. Going back to what you said at the beginning, like about trying self-help books and feeling like what you have to read. And like, again, no, like you can read whatever genre you want, obviously, like you're a reader, no matter what you read, but you're not any less of a reader if you pick up these things. And so maybe all the people that are like, oh, I could never read for that long. I could never sit for an hour and just read. And like, totally, I bet you it's because you're not reading the right reading books. Reading the right like, thing. Amen. Reading the books that like will work for you. And that's different for everybody, but like try it. And then you may be like, wow, I am a reader. Like now I'm a reader. Absolutely. And you know, not for nothing, it is underrated how romance novels help your marriage Mm -hmm. for lack of getting explicit, you know, and you know, as a mom, I have two kids. My drive is not my interest is not what it used to be and if you know reading these books helps that there that's a great thing and you know not everybody Mm -hmm. is in my situation but a lot of moms um are Mm -hmm. and it's something as simple as you know it's self-care but also it's something that a lot of (laughs) husbands end up getting on board with because not only is their wife happier but they're getting happier and while I'm just like, you know, like you said earlier, there are tutorials. Yes. And I have <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I have definitely been open to trying different things or initiating different things because it interested me in the book. Yeah. And that's a that's a healthy thing in a relationship, any type of relationship. Yeah. It's healthy and it's safe like it's a safe way yes. to explore mm-hmm. those fantasies through the books and then be like okay like, absolutely something that I can implement in my life and I think I think that that goes for like not just like but like in your relationship but like also like who you are even outside of that like who you are as a person like being bolder like being mm-hmm. like not apologizing for who you are just like that that strength that confidence that all of these main characters have like I very rarely read a romance in which the heroine is not like kick-ass in every way possible yes yeah. before we say goodbye Rachel do you have any like what are your top recommendations for um obviously we know Madison Kate but if you had to recommend like three books uh, what would be the top three? Okay. Here's what I always do for my top three. And thank you for giving me three, because when people ask for one, I die a little bit. inside. (laughs) So I always say my top standalone recommendation is the stopover by TL Swan. Um, my favorite, my top series is the Royal elite series, Mm. which is great because it can be just Aiden's trilogy, or it can be the full character series. It's great. And then my favorite reverse harem, like you said, is the Madison Kate series. So that gives you three in three different categories. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Rachel. Um, Where can people find you on social media? Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Um, All of my tags are the same on TikTok and Instagram at fit teacher, Rachel, just one, one word. 
Awesome. Well, we'll have Rachel's information linked in the show notes and on our Instagram today. And we hope that if you haven't tried any of these romance novels before, that this is another push for you to do so because they've only made our lives better. And if any of our listeners pick up any of these books, please let us know in the comments on our post. We want to hear your thoughts. Yeah. And go give Rachel a follow. She's so fun, not just for books, but for so many other aspects of life. You will not regret checking her out. All right. Thank you so much for joining us, Rachel. Thank you. Original music by Jake Thorne. Podcast produced and edited by me, Ashley Chandler and Phoebe Wright. You can find us on Instagram at read it or list it pod. 